Hello and welcome to the Extreme Cinema Podcast with me, Alexander Sternberg, and Dom Loach. Dom, what did I make you watch this week? <laughs> this is one of my favourite ones we've ever done, Sterny. I don't, this is completely different it. to anything we've ever done. This is so mind-blowing. It's, uh, <laughs> it's called If Footmen Tire You, What Will Horses Do? And if you've not heard of it, don't worry, I never had either. <laughs> Sturdy <laughs> told me to watch this and I was like, what? the fuck have you done to me <laughs> <laughs> this is right a right wing evangelical christian scare film made by exploitation filmmakers from 1971 about what's gonna yeah. happen when communism co- when communists take over in uh i believe it was 20 months 20 months ha- yeah <laughs> 24 months this will happen 24 months from so in 1973 we all remember <laughs> When the communists took over America in 1973. I remember. <laughs> I, what, what, it's what a, a fucking <laughs> weird one. Like, it's come back to prominence now. Um, because there's a new Blu-ray box set of the yeah. Ormond family films, which I've, I've watched um, one else from it other than this, like an exploitation one, just to see why it was. Um and Nicholas Winding Refn has fucking kept this film alive. It's like on his website for streaming and he had it restored. Um, yeah, I was going to mention it's... that because obviously I went into this knowing nothing and um, I like sat down to watch it, didn't do any research. And then I research after just so I don't spoil anything for myself. I mean, spoiling this movie, very weird concept, but um <laughs> And I looked it up and it was like, yeah, brought to prominence by Nicholas Winding Refn's streaming service. I was like, what? What is happening? <laughs> what is the world? <laughs> I, you know what, right? I fucking love this film. It's so good. <laughs> I, I believe I give it the same as you on, uh, on Letterboxd. <laughs> I'm honestly, if there wasn't so much preaching in it, <laughs> the whole thing is a batshit insane th- sermon by what's his name? Erstus Pickle, this mental Herkel, mental yeah, southern... Yeah. Urkel! What? Pickle. It'd be better if it was Pickle, to be honest. Mr. Pickles. <laughs> yeah. The Reverend Pickles. The Reverend uh, Pickles. <laughs> about how, you know, we all need to come to Jesus or or this will happen in 24 months, the communists will take over. And he starts it by saying, you know, this is all real and provable and has happened. (laughs) And then proceeds to just make (laughs) everything up. Do you know what my favourite thing is? And you're saying, oh, the 24 months thing, it was 1973. This sermon happened in 1968. So it would have... When the film came out, it's already disproven. (laughs) It's already disproven when when they created the movie. <laughs> That's so good. That's so fucking funny. And like, yeah, I, I only just clicked as well as I was as I was thinking about it. <laughs> and like this film, there's like they use members of like his congregation in it. So like. Some of them don't give a shit. Some of them are having an absolute blast and loving every second of it. And there's so much, like, 
torture in this film and so much like none of it is like effective at all it's all so silly the blood is ketchup stupid yeah the blood is ketchup and they clearly don't have enough squibs i mean all the scenes of people being gunned down they just sort of fall over like very (laughs) politely Uh, but like this (laughs) no crash this like played in church groups so like imagine like little old ladies like these sort of you know, American women probably born at like the turn of the 20th century, like walking into church and then they're just watching a <laughs> fucking child get decapitated. I mean, it's obviously like a football. It's so bad. Like I described it at the end of the last episode and I maintain it. This is like if Brass Eye did an episode on communism. Yes, like, it's so, it's so like English tongue in cheek would be. <laughs> if it is, except it's thing. Americans and they don't understand this stuff. Yeah, so they they actually are sincerely thinking it, but to us it's like the greatest comedy film that's ever been released. <laughs> Honestly, Erstus Pickle would be would be played by Chris Morris, and it'd be the exact <laughs> same delivery, except he'd yell every third word for no reason. That would just yeah, that would I'm be gonna, the only difference. We have to keep calling him Erstus Pickle for the rest of the. the rest What's of his the actual show? bloody name? I have a, it is Erstus Pickle. <laughs> it's Perkle. Pickle. <laughs> well, it's pickle. I've written down oh, pickle in my notes. <laughs> I think it's a better, it's a better fitting, better fitting name than. Oh, I'm losing my mind already. Like this <laughs> film is um, uh, as we've not even started talking about what's in this. Cause, like, think about this, people. Right now, we're talking about this on the Extreme Cinema podcast. This <laughs> like. Like, we talk about extreme cinema, so this film is just all over the place. Like, it's free this as well. This is you vintage exploitation. YouTube. Yeah, you can oh, yeah, go you can... watch it on YouTube. Like, are you actually nuts enough to have this on Blu-ray now? <laughs> I cannot believe that. <laughs> like, did you get the collection? I got the collection. Oh, wow. I was like, <laughs> well, I'm going to do this anyway on the podcast. You know, um, the actual restoration, it's... The colors are very faded, and when I watched it on YouTube, um, the colors were much poppy, much more popping, and a lot of them are in standard def- definition, which is a shame. However, like, they were literally like saved from a flood in his son and Tim Ullman's yeah. house. So, like, the fact it's even together is good, and I kind of thought, you know what, this is the kind of thing that once it goes, it goes. Like, some of this will probably never be on the internet. Um, I watched, um. Just in preparation for this, I watched his most famous exploitation film because yeah, yeah. Tim Ormond was an exploitation director and then the family had a near-death experience flying their plane over uh, and then became... A plane crash, weren't it? Yeah, batshit Christians, but they can't yeah. stop the exploitation part of his head. So there's, this is how this film came to be. And I watched his most famous exploitation film, which is about um, burlesque dancers in new orleans called the exotic ones and it's fucking great highly recommend to anyone highly recommend it's bonkers so like the first hour takes place in this like burlesque club in new orleans and there's this like gangster stuff going on but mainly it's just an excuse to watch like these dancers and it's actually so much less nasty than this film like probably out of (laughs) laziness more so than any kind of feminism but like the dancers are yeah, all yeah. shot like wide on from the stage. They don't like do 
gratuitous close-ups of any of their body parts and they're all like very impressive so it's kind of fun it's very very camp and then it decides it wants to be king kong and they go and the head <laughs> gangster's like we're gonna capture the swamp monster and put him on oh show in the gosh. club and the swamp monster is just a tall guy played by this <laughs> dude called sleepy Labeef. sleepy oh, Labeef. oh my god <laughs> What and he's a just a really a tall dude with like, they gave him like a, a hairy monobrow and some like <laughs> fake teeth and that's it. And like, he's tall, but also sometimes they put him on like a little stand to make him look taller. But there are lots of times you can see he's standing like elevated to everyone. Like they're barely <laughs> even trying to hide it. And then they put him on display in this burlesque club for some fucking reason. I love how I've gone into more detail about this film than the actual film yeah, we're talking I know. <laughs> about. They put him on display in this burlesque club, right? And then um, the dancer does her routine where she sets fire to the cage he's in while he's in it. And they're like, oh, you're, you're disturbing him. And they're like, nah, it's fine. And then the last two minutes of the films, he escapes and kills the head gangster. And that's the entire film. It's so fucking oh. good. And compared to this Christian film, it's really wholesome because this Christian <laughs> film is actually like, if it wasn't so over the top, it would be entirely objectionable. Oh, God, yeah. It's one of the most fucked up things I've ever... <laughs> It's so... It's amazing. Not in, like... Not in, like, it's gruesome or anything, like Sturdy said, like... The, the effects are laughable and ketchup and people, like, just quietly falling down onto themselves. <laughs> but it's... It's a weird Christian sermon interlaced with atrocities. <laughs> it's so, like... You're like, but you're the one who thought these up. What is happening? <laughs> you're clearly the one who uh, is thinking of this stuff. Nobody he's, else. <laughs> he's genuinely unhinged, this dude. Um, and it's actually quite amazing to me how, like, the concerns of the far right in America now with, like, tele, you know, the media's brainwashing, like, Disney and sex education, yeah. and now they have gay people in there, which he, this guy didn't even think to include no, no. Uh, and socialism's coming to take form but you know in this film it's cartoonish socialist nazis in uniform that yeah, will have yeah. russian names for some reason and in, <laughs> it, it, in now it's so. biden who's who's they literally see biden like that it's so yeah, it's, fucking um... funny you do you remember the bit in this film when he's like don't take my word for it the top communist in america said he's going to murder 65 million people <laughs> and said the blood of christians oh yeah that's the other thing the only thing communism is concerned about not you know workers rights not the means of production not liberation for minority groups or anything like that it's only concerned with murdering christians like <laughs> that is the Christian, literal yeah. only thing it's <laughs> yeah. there for it's it's beautiful i love the shots in this uh, to the audience as well just kind of just sat there listening like what is going on like it's it's such a different world it's horrifying like it's so weird <laughs> and when i was looking it up as well it said like this was used for a long time and apparently it's still used in South America. <laughs> like it's still shown oh, some sermons geez. in South America, which does not surprise me, but it does not surprise me. I mean, could you imagine watching this like unironic? The thing is, people do. I mean, like these right wing oh, yeah. scare films still exist. I mean, I was gonna mention God's Not Dead. Like that's an, again another film series about how Christianity's apparently under attack in a majority Christian country of oh, America. Yes. 
where, you know, are they attacking trans rights now? No, of course not. It's the Christians who are under attack. Um, <laughs> I'd love but... to do a thing on God's Not Dead. <laughs> that movie is also incredible. <laughs> but like Sound of Freedom now. like Oh, God, yes. I mean, I, that's a different film, but that is also like, I've not seen it, by the way. Neither have you, to my knowledge. But like, no, that's I've also like it. very exploitation-y from my understanding. From what I hear, and I do need to see it, because um, uh, bit of background, I work in a rather large cinema chain in the UK, and um, we've been showing it for a good while now, and every review we get online is <laughs> some unhinged maniac <laughs> talking about <laughs> Sound of Freedom. It's so weird. <laughs> Another friend of mine who works at a cinema because you know how it ends with like wow this is a tangent filled podcast you know how it ends with like go yeah, know, you know yeah. buy free tickets for your friends to see him a friend of mine yeah, said yeah. that like they have sold so many seats for this and the screenings are virtually empty yeah that's what we've seen as well it's yeah it'll be like oh you've got 80 coming in for this tonight and 10 people rock up it's so odd such a such a like new version of this type of thing almost very much more subtle, obviously, and hidden. Well, that like, that's what... no real cinema would have shown the day if the if the footman tire you. But I think it did play in some like exploitation cinemas. I imagine the Ormonds had a good relationship yeah. with like drive-in crowd um, exhibition owners and all that. But it was mainly for church groups, which is just so funny because some of the scenes in this, I mean, my God, like. Where to like begin? begin. <laughs> yeah, because it starts it starts off and you kind of just like okay, this is really silly with the the com the, the communists are dressed as Nazis. Yeah, yeah, full on. <laughs> and they're they're just like hamming it up to no end. And the beginning's really silly. It's got that like weird fade in where it cuts to the the Babylonians and all that. And then it's this guy's sermon. Yeah, yeah. And that the first complaint he has is a. Uh, sex education <laughs> the, the teacher oh, yeah. being like now children premarital sex is okay now here's the seven erotic zones <laughs> <Just like, laughs> i remember cut. in school when i i was taught about the seven erotic zones to Houston. That, that was like year five sex education right there like this guy like pickle is unhinged mr pickle and he is weirdly it's... sex obsessed, like the far right oh, today yeah. are. Like one of my favorite scenes is like that weird, like cuckold porn bit where he talks about what they're gonna do to women, <laughs> and the drunk commissar walks in and is basically like points at his wife. His wife's <laughs> having like you know sewing the dress and this nice American like husband and wife. He's like, but your wife, she belongs to the state now. <laughs> she just points at his wife and nationalizes him, and he's like, the husband's like, you know, you need to leave, and he and he's like, but I tap her, and then he throws her out, and it cuts just before, and you're just like. Okay, you were getting <laughs> off. I I fully yeah. believe you were getting off to this notion, and that's like five it's minutes of the this, film. This dude's just like sick fantasies that he's thought up, and he's like, "Well, <laughs> gotta make this somehow. What about what about if we make it a sermon and make people think this is bad, and then I could just be like filming it? Like <laughs> that's basically it. That's how if, all of it comes off. If this guy wasn't like a nutter." He would be have been like, 
a great like Herschel Gordon Lewis type. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, some incredible ideas about stuff. But my favorite thing ever is Christianity is stupid, communism is Christianity. <laughs> 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 and that's that's like it's so far like communism is good communism like of all the things like christianity is bad like christianity is stupid christianity is stupid you know an industrial band called like early industrial to, yeah yeah i was going to talk about it because i went down a fucking rabbit hole as well <laughs> sounds like you did <laughs> but yeah i just found a song land. the other day like, yeah. It's so good. It's such a bop. It's like fragile Aaronin with this yeah, sample. Yeah. They're just like, like a, they were like a satirical band, and they clearly just <laughs> dropped upon this, and because they've used it so many times. <laughs> oh, the only song I found was "Christianity Is Stupid," which was a bop. They've done a whole album. <laughs> <laughs> listen to that now. You I have to, to listen, listen to that. To Hell to stupid by Negative Land. Because <laughs> then it's a whole concept album. It's like propagated by the band that apparently the Christianity is stupid inspired some murders, and it's so, it's so <laughs> such an insane rabbit hole created by this band about this thing. It's so cool. What an insanely niche piece of art! Like honestly, industrial like... music pre Nine Inch Nails and Ministry was niche enough, and they have to go and make yeah. it niche. Honestly, there's some mad people out there making some amazing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, it's so funny. Like, when it starts with the newsreader in in his in the news studio, which is just a room, being like, "And everyone is dead," and then like, <laughs> it, it's like, what? Oh, the, the then it's what they take the children. The sophisticated brainwashing. Yeah, yeah. The sophisticated... That is my favourite scene in the film. The cunning <laughs> and sophisticated brainwashing. And everyone I've shown this clip to and everyone I've seen the film just goes, well, they have a point. <laughs> when the communists are like, who believes it? Who here believes in Jesus? And then the kids <laughs> put their hands up. And he's like, well, like the same let thing. us... It's like Pink Floyd. Like... <laughs> let us ask... <laughs> Let us, let us ask your Jesus for candy. What's that? <laughs> there is no candy. Well, let us pray to our leader. And it's like it's like dice roll of which communist figure they're going to pick. It's like, let us yeah, pray yeah. to our leader. Fidel Castro. Castro, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was sure it was going to be Marx or Lenin, but nope. I was Fidel. expecting Lenin so bad. But <laughs> Castro. Absolute Castro <laughs> jump scare. Like, Castro like, jump scare warning. Like, <laughs> and then the commissars come in with candy. It's like, this is candy from Fidel. That's the kind of good subtle brainwashing. <laughs> I'd fall for it. I've got to... They have lie. a point. Jesus didn't they... bring them candy. Fidel Castro did. I... Castro they... brought them candy. So, <laughs> But then they're also going to get things shoved through their ears and... <laughs> Oh, yeah, the, 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 like, okay, so there's just been a communist takeover. The only thing these communists are doing is, like, killing the Christians, right? Because Christians yeah, yeah. are highly oppressed in just America. Just Christians. Just Christians. What? Just Christians. No other religious groups. Why would you hold a sermon outside in broad daylight, you moron? <laughs> <laughs> you think there'd be a kind of underground or stuff, like, you know, <laughs> like this. 
some things happened in real life where where we could you could even take some inspiration like but you know that's the scene that's, that's the scene where it really like 180 is like oh this is fucked up when it's like yeah, yeah. and the communists you know all facts are proven will deafen the children because they heard the word of jesus and then they stick like a sharp stick in their ear and then they have like they're wearing one of those like hairbands with an arrow through it that you get at a party store <laughs> after it and there's ketchup that's, on them that's the yeah that's the scene as well where i was like oh right okay like we're it's now, this now kind we're of film spikes through ears because because this guy loves it like nobody <laughs> it's it's just like you sit there and you're like nobody else mentioned this dude this is just you <laughs> like like, like nobody had these plans this is this is all come from you man <laughs> well this is this dom this is what happens when you have a society that watch television instead of reading the bible and uh, also dance they dance yeah, dancing is bad they know about sex they watch tv they dance and they have sweets and <laughs> so, so we have to turn to jesus instead <laughs> yeah there needs to be a great revival it's so interesting i mean it's it's you know, it's obvious to anyone that like the Bible or like literally any religious text for that matter is so fucking vague. You can use it to say whatever. Like there's so many points in the sermon where, you know, you say, you may be saying to me, preacher, well, this couldn't happen because Jesus said this. He's like, ah, but Jesus also said this. Therefore, communists could take over because, you know, it's also like so American nationalist because he's like, if we don't all convert to Christianity and go to church twice a day, then um, Jesus will go to some other country like Brazil or Portugal. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's super like conservative American nationalism in there as well, where it's 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 literally some crazed right wing guy who I don't know what's wrong with the pickle guy. <laughs> like, so <laughs> something's going on there, and he, like you said before, he's clearly getting off to this somehow because nobody mentioned it, and he just was like gotta make a film about this like, like i mean and after two years it's been more than two years so what, what's <laughs> going on <laughs> so, they could have at least dubbed it over like why would you pick that why would you say 20 years and you're not going to be disproven anytime soon why would exactly. you say two years it's like sci-fi where they choose like the year 2000 <laughs> and then you're like oh shit, <laughs> when it gets there like, like <laughs> yeah june has it so good because like that's set like tens of thousands of years in the future so the world will be gone before we can disprove that yeah happening. exactly that that's how you write sci-fi <laughs> or <laughs> make any sort of crazed prediction don't say two years because you're still probably going to be alive and then people are like what the fuck dude like where's the communists <laughs> like i genuinely I couldn't, I did Google his name and like segregation to see if I couldn't find anything. But like, I really, I don't think it's going to be too much of a stretch to say this dude probably was on the wrong side of that debate. Like, it's just fairly obvious. Like, that's the (laughs) kind of person. This guy has been on the wrong side of every debate ever, (laughs) in my my humble opinion. (laughs) (laughs) How can you say that about poor Erstus Pickle? I forgot. Sorry. But like he is the, the meaning, the American pickle. <laughs> the meaning of this film, though, like, is that like you should all fucking die before you even utter to save your yeah, life yeah. 
oh, I'm not actually a Christian. Like, that, like, it's, you know, there's that bit where they come into their guy's house. He's like, we're just checking to make sure you're not Christian and not capitalist. He goes, so if I say I'm not Christian and not capitalist, you'll leave me alone? He's like, yep. And then the wife's or the mother's like, you wouldn't lie, would you? But it's like, could you imagine? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. When push comes to shove, I'm sure Mr. Pickle is really going to do that. He's going to be as brave as the, in the, in the most famous scene in the film when that child, when they comes out of church and he's like, just step on this picture of Jesus, of Jesus and we will let you go. And he's like, Jesus, you died for me. So I die for you. And then the communist is like, you stupid kid. And that's when you get the, like soccer ball, the football, like gets cut off and flung in. That's like such a like, what moment of the film. It's so good. Yeah, no, like, imagine, like, how how pissed off you'd be if your wife was like, you won't lie. Like, I'd be like, yeah. Just like, oh, yes, it's a little lie. <laughs> Excuse me. I like how the communists are just like, three dudes on horseback. Oh, yeah. They, they seem to have taken like, over America. This totalitarian government is three guys on horses. Like, oh, this is like, this is supposed to be the 70s. <laughs> it's not like 1900. Like, But this guy, this guy but, fucking thinks it's 1900. Like, you know, he starts off, it's like the riots in the colleges, which is what he means is protesting. And do you remember protest, the bit that's like yeah. weirdly pro-child labor? Uh yes. <laughs> when he's like, yeah. when he's like, the communists will make your children work sixteen hours a day in the field, yeah, seven yeah. days a week. Now we all agree children need to work, right? And the like, <laughs> kids on screen are like ten, but sixteen hours a day is a little too much. <laughs> That's communists are taking it too far, man. <laughs> ten hours a day, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what a what an insane man. <laughs> It's just an absolute insane film. And you know what? It's quite well made. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's obviously laughable, but at the same time, it's it's put together. It's not like Devil Story. <laughs> like, it's... No. Follow it. Like... Like, there is actual, like, creativity with the storytelling. Like, the cutting back to the woman in church. I mean, the twist at the end where the woman in church and her mother died. <laughs> and... She was, like, always going on dates, which is a sin now. And yeah, what, yeah. what was he wearing? A very normal dress. That was also... Yeah, just wearing a dress, yeah. Too <laughs> immodest. And makeup. I don't even re fucking remember. And then she's so terrified by what Mr. Pickle is saying that she she has her soul saved. I was like, ah, it's fucking Harakira. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> this sermon has a twist, guys. Like it's so... it has a twist, and it's like quite clever. I mean, it's just it's so good. I love this film. It's bonkers. Oh yeah, it's absolutely insane. I love. I guess that's what you get when you actually hire a filmmaker to do your ideas. Genuine. That's what happens when you get the one filmmaker who suffered severe trauma. Well, enough yeah, exactly. to believe so, this nonsense as somebody who actually like what did you somehow manage to get a guy who was an exploitation film creator who still had that side of him but was also an insane christian now it's quite the drop-on that you found him to be fair <laughs> <laughs>
like, yeah, um, the Ormonds, because um, it was a very much a family affair. Tim Orman was the director and his wife, June, was produced. And his son, you know, when he became a certain age, was generally in the films as well. Um, like, they continue to make Christian films. He's, another one which has a cult following is The Burning Hell, which is also with, with Pickle. And he... Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep calling him Pickle. It's much funnier. <laughs> that I know you've corrected me, but it's so much funnier. It's um, <laughs> It's also with Pickle. <laughs> and it's meant to be like a depiction of hell. So it's also like Herschel Gordon Lewis gore 60s, 70s torture porn type thing. Oh my God. But also fundamentalist Christian propaganda. It's on the box set. I will watch it. I'm actually really excited to watch it. I'm going to watch some more of his exploitation films. Um, I know I said, like, the exotic ones is really, like, tame. I think some of them do have a bit of edge to them, which, you know, yeah, yeah. Extreme Cinema Podcast, really not against that. Um, yeah, the Blu-ray box set has made it come out alive again. He's been, it's been written up in The Guardian, this thing. Uh, it's a firmly a cult classic. Uh, Cinema Snob reviewed this. I never watched yeah, much of his yeah. stuff, so I didn't know until like researching this. But he reviewed this in Burning Hell as well, which really tracks with his stuff. Yeah, definitely a long, a long time ago. Cinema Snob. I, I don't know what happened to him. He was part of that whole. He's whole still on Channel Star Awesome, Trek right? Thing is he still there? Yeah, I know he he's like the only the one answer. there. Yeah, oh, no. for fuck's sake, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. Cinema Snob was bad. So. <laughs> he. He was the other flagship, like it was Doug and him, really. So I can imagine yeah, yeah. he's had a good experience on that website, whereas everyone else had varying degrees of bad to terrible experiences working yeah, exactly. there. Exactly. Could do an entire podcast just on, on Channel Awesome alone, but oh mate, how many fucking three-hour videos on YouTube are are there yeah, being like the I've history of 20. Channel Awesome? <laughs> <laughs> just all of the allegations you're like oh shit <laughs> yeah controversy uh, page on wikipedia you're like oh no <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh is there anything else to say or are you gonna get on to final thoughts i think just final thoughts because it's just batshit it's it's a very accessible movie accessible as in easy to find so if you've listened to this just go watch it go watch it's it it's so mental. funny it's, it's so, so funny good. it's hilarious if if you're the type of person that would like this and you have friends do a viewing it'd be so funny i'm sure <laughs> if you watch it with people just like get through like the first five or ten minutes when it is like the the preaching once it gets to the reenactments it's so fucking good. Oh, it yes. It's yes. 100% could have been a spoof, but isn't a spoof. That's I'm going to watch I, it like so many times. I started this and I was like five minutes in and I was like, Sterny just making me watch a sermon. Like what's going on? And then, but it gets good. It gets very good after the first five minutes. This is, I think... So bad it's good films we've done. We did Verotica, which is kind of yeah. good, but also boring at points. Like the first story is the best in that. We did De Devil Story is a bloody blast. Devil Story uh, is stuff, so fun, yeah. Stuff kind of sucks. Like, wow, we've we've gone off the fucking rails this season. Jesus Christ. We have, yeah. We, we come back. We come back at the end. <laughs> <laughs> we come back at the end, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I guess my final thought on the film is absolutely... Go and watch this film. It's so good. It's so funny. 
uh, thank God for Nicholas Winding Refn oh, <laughs> saving <yes>. this movie. <laughs> thank God for Nicholas Winding Refn. <laughs> Man made God's not dead and was just like, not God's not dead. Only God forgives. I have Only God's God not forgives. dead written. <laughs> God's not dead. That is... would have been amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> What just like neon, like pulsating, yeah. like electronic score, and then it's just Kevin Sorbo being God must exist. <laughs> oh no, Let's Kevin Sorbo's the atheist in that. Kevin Sorbo's the atheist. I mean, to be fair, he's part of that though, so he's clearly like. <laughs> There's like a scene in either that one or another God's Not Dead film. I have God's Not Dead written in front of it's me. Like That's why I said it. Three of them now. <laughs> it's like, but there's like a scene I saw where like these two like priests are talking about how christians are so um oppressed because they can't say merry christmas anymore because you know it's illegal the <laughs> commie nazis will go get you yeah. if you say that but like they're just drinking like mugs of tea so you can't see their lips move and it really looks like they just <laughs> said like go sit down with your mugs of tea and hold them up to your mouth and we'll like dub in and we'll say whatever things, yeah. <laughs> That's it's like amazing. so bonkers <laughs> um yeah so yeah this this season's been off the rails. <laughs> Everyone, it has, yeah. Go watch this fundamentalist Christian propaganda. So next week's gonna be the most normal episode of this yeah, show yeah. this entire season. Maybe uh, the longest Dom, as well. Oh, probably, probably. Yeah. Don, yeah. what incredibly normal thing are we doing <laughs> that makes everything else look like you know what? What's this normal thing we're doing next week? The fact that this makes. All of this look normal is say so much about us. But um we'll be doing a David Lynch special going through both of our favorite directors are up there filmography and talking about all of it. So yeah, it will be a long one. We will get into detail. This has some of my favorite films of all time in it. Oh, absolutely. Some of I mean my favorite director, your second favorite. It's yeah, so yeah. It's going to be so good. Like we had, we have, you know, our big spreadsheet of ideas for episodes and we had like five or six David Lynch's written down there. Basically anyone that could count as extreme cinema and similar with the French New Extremity special, we just sort of went, let's just do them all. And then if we're going to do all those, we may as well do his entire film because man is a genius. So tune tune in to our discussion, our second extreme cinema podcast special and season finale on famously normal director, David Lynch. (laughs) Very normal man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks so much for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the Extreme Cinema Podcast with Alexander Sternberg and Dom Loach. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing as it really helps us out. The original artwork for the podcast was done by George Arnold. The Extreme Cinema Podcast, available where all good podcasts are available.